G'day guys, before we jump into this week's episode, I just wanted to give you the opportunity to access high quality meats and veggies that all the Change Room team have the pleasure of getting delivered from the Good Food Project. These 100% pasture raised antibiotic and hormone free proteins and spray free fruit and vegetables are available at a 5% discount when you visit thegoodfoodproject.info. And type in TCR1 in the promo code. That's TCR1 in capitals. And feel and taste the difference of great produce. Get on board and join the team. This podcast is a Tucker Media production. For more information, head to tuckermedia.com.au. Welcome to the Change Room Podcast. A whiff of well-being with Minnie and Matt. Well. Our guest today on the Change Room Podcast with Minnie and Matt is perfectly suited for a long-form chat. He's got a million stories, but seriously, such a fascinating character, Matty. Tell us about Leon Narkson. Leon's been a long-time mentor for me, and I never stopped learning stuff off Leon. I just learned yesterday, for example, I'd never heard this in our 20-year friendship, that he was a global HR manager for a massive company, as well as being a nightclub owner, as well as owning a publishing company, as well as being a welder. So he's a guy that has just got so much to share, a dream decoder, just never stops. So I tell you what, folks, buckle in. Yes, Matty, let's buckle in for sure. We better not waste any more time. Let's get Leon Narkson to join the change room. Well, on the uh, change room whiff of well-being with Minnie and Matt, today we have a very special opportunity to take a journey with a, a pioneer of the self-help uh, movement back in the early 80s when it was really a bunch of space cadets, let's just get it out there. <laughs> and the whole movement was probably perceived by the greater community as a bunch of woo-woo freaks that were out there doing some strange stuff. Quite interestingly, in the time that... I've known Leon, that has transformed considerably from being in that space into science-based and very much mainstream part of life now. And you know, to have Leon Naxon here, the Managing Director of uh, Hay House Publishing in Australia, is is just a real tribute. Welcome aboard, Leon. Well, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. And, um, yeah, we, we were known as space cadets, (laughs) but it's amazing how it's gone from that into the mainstream. You know, know, most of the stuff that we we practice regularly, people would call them old wives' tales, but now they're really old wise tales. Mm. We suddenly realised that the importance of preventing something rather than trying to fix it later. Yeah, definitely. Did did you know in ancient China the doctor would walk around the village and if anyone got sick, he wouldn't get paid. His job was to keep everybody in the village well. Mm. And so if someone was ill, he wasn't doing his job. Mm. So the doctor would walk around and say, excuse me, Charlie, uh, you're walking around barefooted it's winter, I want you to put your mm. your warm shoes on and I want you to have a little bit of plain chicken broth yeah, yeah. and exercise a bit more. I noticed this morning you weren't down there doing your Tai mm. Chi because 
the worst thing that could happen to him is someone in the village saying, well, I got ill. And so they were, they, their investment was in well-being mm. instead of reacting to a problem and try and fix it later. I think we can see that this isn't going to be uh, undeep and unmeaningful <laughs> jumping into this podcast with you, Leon. Yeah. But I guess before we, you know, hit the playing field full on, what, what's the one thing you've done today that, to, to boost your health and well-being? Have, did, you, the, did you need the Chinese doctor to come and tell you to put your shoes on? <laughs> no, no, no. You know, um, it's quite simple. The, the best thing I, I, I did for my fitness mm. is actually get a, a trainer. Now, I am the worst trainer. I, I'm the biggest cheat when it comes. Like, I, they give me a program and they say, do 10 push-ups. And I say, fine, one, two, four, eight, <laughs> nine, ten. <laughs> so Pushing the boundaries. Yeah, like I would just shortcut it all. I'd always be panting and looking for a drink of water and then... Yeah. <laughs> it's very simple. Get someone who loves supervising and then motivate you to actually do the ten push-ups and actually make sure that you do do your hour or half hour properly. Mm. The second thing I, I did was get a dog. <laughs> and so it's amazing. You've got a commitment. Mm. Um, come 7 o'clock, she wants to go for a walk. And rain, hail or shine, you've got to get dressed and go for a walk. <laughs> and so in that moment of doing your loving duty, mm. you're also supporting yourself because 10 years ago, if you had to tell me I'm going to go out in the rain, yeah. walk a dog, At 7 pick, <laughs> pick up some poop, put it in a bag and drop it off, no way. But there's a need. Mm. And so going for a nice walk. And then the other thing I think that was a huge turnaround, I don't eat after 6 o'clock. Like I like to get dinner ready around five or, or myself and my wife, we like to have it all prepared mm. and come six o'clock, need to be finished. If I miss out and I'm late, mm. then that's it. I'll have a cup of tea yeah, yeah. and uh, maybe a piece of toast or something very light, yep. but usually just a cup of tea with honey in it mm -hmm. and I'll wait till the next day because... It's going to play havoc with me. I'm laying on a, a full stomach and it took a long time. Like <laughs> there was times at 6 o'clock I was licking paint off walls <laughs> and, and, and accidentally stumbling in the fridge. And, <laughs> but once you get to the point where you're, you're in that routine, you're not eating late, now, of course, there's some times where you're out for dinner with friends and it's a part, you've got to, you yeah, know, you can't be yeah. inhospitable. Yeah, yeah, that's like, right. In, in the metaphysical world, mm. if you get it 80% right, you're, you're doing well. You're doing well. Yep. So, you know, like you, you're incarnated into, the, into this time and place mm. and you're surrounded by. 500 different kinds of cheeses you know, <laughs> and, and, and all this abundance, 
you need to, you can't deprive yourself mm. because there's never been a philosophy of deprivation that's worked. Human beings will not go without and abstain over a long period of time, you know, because it's not part of our... Finding but, your own balance is yeah, important, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. so if you go 80-20, mm. you can every once in a while go out, every once in a while you have a glass of red wine or yep. white wine, whatever. The idea is to to keep that balance, rotate mm. your food. So I don't eat after six, uh, try to do get someone to help me exercise, walk the dog, and I think the, the most important thing is get your sleep habits right. Yeah, it's a big one. It is because everything... Everything evolves from there. If you can get into a habit of going to sleep at a certain time, turning off the TV, like if you if you're watching television, movies, whatever it is, mm. it's it's pretty horrific at the moment. It's true. There's always something happening yeah. that you go, oh no, no, I know. Yeah. So <laughs> don't watch the news. <laughs> yeah. Or current affairs. Like, yeah. Um, but you need to watch it. At a certain time, like it's on at yep. six o'clock, seven o'clock mm. for a certain reason. Mm. So you're aware of of the world and your environment. Then, before you go to bed, put on some classical music and come down from mm. all that, and relax for a little while, and get into a, a sleep routine that you sort of go to bed roughly the same time each night and you wake up roughly yep. at the same time. So your natural rhythms mm. get acclimatised to the cycle. No electronic devices in the room. That's no the big no-no, no, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And for no other reason other than there's a lot going on, mm. you know, and, and so try to honour that sleep process mm. and once you get into that rhythm then you'll doze off much more comfortably you'll get into the different phases of sleep and you'll get into REM sleep mm. the moment you get into REM sleep that's the magical moment where you start dreaming, dreaming. and you start uh, seeing things mm. that 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 are really important to you in your waking life. Mm. But while all that's happening, there's a it's almost like a maintenance program. If 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 you can imagine that your brain is like your laptop mm. or your iPhone or any mm. device and you get a notice, there's an update. You know, we've got some yeah. patches to give you. Yeah, yeah. We've got some clean-up. We're going to mm. eliminate some bugs. Mm. Well, the same thing happens when you sleep. All these updates, downloads, uh, conflicts, mm. emotions that you don't want to hang on to all get worked upon while you're sleeping. And if you reduce the number of hours that you sleep... Mm or you don't value your sleep, or you don't get into a routine, how is that maintenance program going to run? Mm. Like, you you wouldn't um, download an upgrade to your phone and halfway through it you go, oh, hang on a minute, 
I'll just um, send a couple of texts, send a couple yeah. of emails. Where was I in that upgrade? I mean, it, it wouldn't happen, would it? The, <laughs> the upgrade wouldn't happen. And all the really good things that you were supposed to do wouldn't happen. Mm. Um, when we get out and about all day and we eat and we drink, we have an elementary canal. You know that whatever you ate, whatever you drank, mm. you're going to pass it through your body and at some point you're going to extract everything that you need the nutrients, mm. everything that's beneficial and it's going to go into your body and it's going to make bones and mm. blood and mm. do everything. But everything you don't want, you eliminate mm. it. You get up and it's gone. Now, imagine everything that you feel during the day, every emotion that you see, the mm. programs that you watch, the, the challenges that you have, the disagreements that mm. you make, difference of opinion, they're all absorbed in your body. Mm. Now, you don't want to hang on to them because the same as that pepperoni pizza you ate, it gets biocidic in your body if you don't eliminate it. Mm. So all these emotions will become biocidic, will become problems if you don't eliminate it. And the best way to eliminate it is through the sleep cycle, mm. via your dreams, via this process. Mm. And if, if you don't give yourself an opportunity to go to the bathroom and relieve yourself mm. after a, a big day of eating and drinking and exercising, you'll have a problem the next day. You'll be all blocked up. Mm. Well, it's the same with your emotions and your feelings and everything that you've accumulated mm. during the day, you have to have a, a time where all that gets processed and you eliminate everything you don't need. Like you don't need to remember mm. that you you couldn't find a parking spot <laughs> uh, at the top of the ramp. Yeah. But you do need to remember to stop for that red light. Mm. So that gets recorded mm. and it's part of your memory banks and it's very, very important. Isn't it funny that people know they need to get good sleep yeah. but it's probably one of the first things they let go when they're stressed or if they're watching programs, oh, I'll just watch that other show or they binge on shows and they end up staying up later yes. to 1am, yeah. 2am but they know they need to get good sleep, but that's one of the first things that goes first in their own health. Yeah, it is very peculiar because they know the result of a mm. crappy night. They know that if they get up and they go, oh, I had a terrible night, I didn't get enough sleep, they know what they, they look like, feel like, yeah. but you still, <laughs> they still <laughs> do it again yeah. tomorrow yeah. night. Like this. I can't stress the importance yeah. of that good night's mm. sleep and getting giving yourself an opportunity to become more human and more of yourself. Mm. Every mammal on the planet sleeps. They it's varying. The smaller the mammal, the yep. more sleep. Like elephants sleep less than possums, but everyone sleeps. We do it every single day mm. now and we dream and the, one of the major reasons i believe we dream is to keep us asleep mm. because you you're there in bed and you might hear 
the garbage bin or you might want to go to the bathroom. Mm. And uh, rather than wake you up, the noise of the garbage bins, you, you create this scenario in your head that someone is trying to break into the garage and you go, oh, they can't get in in your dream and mm-hmm. you still sleep. Or you, you want to go to the bathroom, your bladder's full and you dream that yeah. the doorknobs don't work yeah. or, the, or, you know, yeah. they're occupied. Yeah, yeah. It's to keep you asleep as long as you can because mm. inner self knows that the more time you get uninterrupted sleep, the more time it has to run the maintenance programs. Mm. And so you um, dream and these scenarios occur. Now, if dreaming wasn't important, we wouldn't be doing it Mm. because we all know we were all swinging from trees. We all had tails. We all had an extra thumb. We had hair all over our bodies. Mm. And then once we jumped on the ground and we decided we don't need that tail anymore, we got rid of it. Mm. And then we didn't need the extra thumb. We needed to be more nimble. And so evolution, each each generation refined itself to, and we're still refining ourselves. There'll come a time where your grandchildren will have more powerful thumbs than you. Yeah. Because they don't type anymore with their fingers. If you see your children and yeah. their <laughs> children, they're on, they're mm. at it with these two thumbs. They won't be keyboards. Mm. And so those thumbs in maybe two, three generations will be so nimble <laughs> that they'll wonder why did why did you ever mm. need a, a keyboard? So we evolved. Now, if we didn't need to dream and get a really good night's sleep, we would have evolved in a different way. We would have stopped dreaming. Our sleep uh, cycles would have got shorter and shorter and we would have evolved into uh, individuals that needed very little sleep, worked um, Mm. longer into the night. We would have ended up getting night vision and been able to just naturally see different spectrums of light because, hey, we don't need to sleep so we need Mm. to see more Mm -hmm. and we would have been more productive. No, we need the sleep. So Mm. that balance is very important. So with that understanding, let's, let's go back. You own nightclubs. You were an mm. entrepreneur. You owned video stores back when they were, you know, like big, hum- <laughs> big, big, big sandwiches or little bricks or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> so was there a moment in your life where the, your trajectory into this understanding of life and, you know, you obviously um, specialise in understanding dreams in particular. That's why the sleep stuff is so important. Was there a moment or was it a basically a process that you went through that you got – exposed to? Well, I think the universe conspired to get me to realise that this was a, a, a time in my life that I, I needed to change my ways and I had a choice. Like in life, you always have choices. Yeah, yeah. Choice is not a single polarity. Mm. There's, there's always choices. In this whole universe, there isn't a single polarity, you know, it's always up and down, hot and cold. You've always got 
the opposite. Mm. And so I came to a crossroads where I had choices and I think I told the story in your book, Matt, and basically that I... Do I tell a mini version of the story now in this <laughs> go podcast? Nuts. Go, go nuts. for it, mate. <laughs> well, the, the mini version <laughs> uh, was that no health, no nutrition, mm. no exercise. I was just wandering along my merry yeah. way, feeling I was invincible, and I didn't need to um, hug trees. Like, I didn't need to think about when I got to sleep because I was having breakfast at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm. Like the, the nightclubs would close at mm. 3, 3 yeah. o'clock and you'd go up to um, Sweethearts at the Cross or somewhere <laughs> yeah. and um, you'd have breakfast there. Mm. And But everyone was... Um, Everyone was fast asleep and I was a possum. Like, so I'd get home and I'd try to, to sleep until it was time in the afternoon to get up and get ready for that evening. Mm. And it was a busy lifestyle and I did not have any idea that I needed to change my lifestyle or get healthier, young, mm. good-looking, <laughs> oh, as opposed to yeah, yeah. and uh, I tell the story in Matt's book how yep. how I, I'm a tra- tragic St George supporter and I'm Sadly. watching. <laughs> Poor you. <laughs> uh, do you want to start? <laughs> Let's talk about 2010. <laughs> I may as well get it out there now. Oh, the second half. <laughs> Terrible but, second half, yeah. but anyway. So we can talk about the last couple of years, but anyway, yeah. it's all good. Uh, and um, anyway, I was watching a, a, a manly game and and I think Maddie was involved in some way even. And, um, Correct. And, Raining cats and yeah. dogs. And, and, and Brookvale. Yeah. Opposition are you playing? Oh, who knows? <laughs> I was on the bench. <laughs> hey, but I tell you what was interesting. When you look at the number on his back, it was yeah. 48 or 49. Oh, yeah, like the old days. Some, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I'm 49. 49. Yeah. It's my age like, now. <laughs> you know, we're used to seeing one to 17. Yeah, that's and right. When you see 49, you start to wonder... Like, Where'd they pluck this bloke from? Yeah. <laughs> like, I think the ball boy was number 50. <laughs> I've worn 52. Have you? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so I'm watching the game and uh, I'm really depressed because I'm getting mm. thrashed and I'd, you know, eaten my usual footy meal, yeah. a, a pepperoni pizza, some soft drink and a cheesecake and I got violent indigestion. Yeah. And I raced out to the medicine cabinet, grabbed my antacid goo, I think it was called Mylanta. Yeah. And took almost swallowed the whole bottle. I always used to do that. Yeah, yeah. And that had <laughs> that had um coat my yeah. my stomach and I was fine. And uh, I did that. Then I started I started to feel violently ill. I mean, really ill. I brought up every bone in my body. I thought I'd turn myself <laughs> inside out. Yeah. I looked at what was in my hand. It was a bottle of calamine lotion. <laughs> and so calamine lotion <laughs> oh, is like no. a paint. Yeah. And so I coated my intestinal tract from my throat yeah. to my, uh, to my bowel <laughs> in calamine. 
And so for weeks and weeks, I couldn't eat anything without burping up Ooh. that calamine taste. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I had a, a, a secretary who was on a weight loss kick, mm. and she told me about a detoxing program yep. that she was going to uh, start that night. Mm. So I decided to give her a lift into town, why not? And because it was music to my ears, detox, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. So I went along there and that was the first time I took a vitamin in my life. Yeah. And there I was, a beautiful detox program where you um, had a, a kidney cleanse by taking these really light soups. You had a gallbladder cleanse and you would drink tall glass of cold-pressed olive oil, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. kyolic garlic yeah. and lemon juice, drink it real quickly. No way, yeah. And that would cause the gallbladder to react to the sudden oil and yep. and garlic mm. and and You're still recommending and that now, you know. Yeah, mm. yeah. And, that, and all of a sudden, you'd, next time you went to the bathroom, you'd you'd see all these gallstones. No way, yeah. And um, the large intestine cleanse Mm. was a coffee enema. Yeah, yeah. So there was in the bath. I've tried that, not going to lie. In the bath. I've done that one too. And so you you make yourself some some coffee and filter it. It's a good clean out, that's for sure. (laughs) It causes the liver to go into spasm. It's a huge liver detox. Mm. Now, to anyone listening, we're not doctors or mm. when we're not qualified in any way to, to recommend this to you, but if you go to a practitioner who is qualified... Totally. ..who can, who can give you the right details mm. and um, how to do it, when to do mm. it, and the apparatus... That, that's important, isn't yeah. it? We always talk yeah. about trying to find... A good doctor or yeah. a functional movement yeah. practitioner or a good naturopath yeah. uh, that knows the ins and outs of yeah. treating the body as yeah. a whole, yeah. which is important. And a kinesiologist. Yeah. They can yeah. muscle test you and tell you exactly mm. the right amount. Yeah, Because yeah. it's not a matter Because everyone's of, different, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's bodies it's, are different. Yeah. It's not a, a matter of just filling mm. up the bag that's, and, that's right. and, and, and tell, locking the bathroom door. <laughs> it's, so it, can I ask you this? Yeah. So that, that's when you started to make the switch. Yeah. You were running nightclubs and discotheques and, and the video stores yeah. and you've gone into uh, this world, which yeah. Matt uh, alluded to back then was all woo-woo yeah. and uh, weird people doing things for their own health. How does the switch, how did everyone take it, your family, your friends, what happened there? Well, they thought, uh, you know, like aliens had landed, <laughs> like, <"Hey>, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you do with that coffee? <laughs> what are you doing with <laughs> and, and they're going, is that salad dressing you're making? No, <laughs> it's a gallbladder cleanse. Yeah. But... That's what a, it's a great salad dressing. (laughs) It was really different. And then embracing these philosophies Mm. because it's so easy to get caught up in the negativity and all the dramas Mm. and challenges in life. Whereas if you can adopt a more positive attitude to to things and 
Don Miguel Ruiz mm. wrote this incredible book. Amazing book. You gave it to me, actually. Yeah. 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 It's Phenomenal. called The Four Agreement. Yeah. Best and it's, and yeah. it's really simple. You just follow. Yeah. You make four agreements with yourself. Amazing. And they're very simple. Anyone can follow them. Just stop all judgments mm. and assumptions. Don't judge things so quickly. Two, never take anything personally. Mm. It's so easy. You give someone your phone number, they never call you, and you go, oh, I must have... I must have had BO. I must have. <laughs> I must have. Yeah. I, I, I must have talked too much. Yeah. You were having that coffee again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're not into me. But just think about it. They may have lost your phone yeah. number. They could have dropped your fa- their yeah, phone, yeah. and they're desperately trying to get contact yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah. Don't take it personally. They may have got distracted, mm. and they're normal quick call back mm. is two or three days. That's normal for them, whereas yours is two or three hours. Yeah, yeah. Relax, you know, don't take it personally. The next thing you do is speak impeccably about yourself. Mm. People, you've heard them all say, oh, I lost my car keys. When did you lose the car keys? Mm. You misplaced them. Mm. You've never actually mm. lost the car keys. Yep. You just couldn't find them. Mm. I'm hopeless. I can't remember people's names. Mm. But you remember their face. Yep. You can go high, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. comfortably feel like you can get into a conversation and their name pops up. Mm. I can never, ever concentrate enough to remember a book or a movie, mm. but you read it. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. Do you, like, yeah, yeah and so speak yeah. impeccably, it's like without sin. Just say, okay, fine, I misplaced my car keys mm. but I always find them. Yeah. I that's don't a, remember that's names. That's a tough one, isn't it, in my Very life because we, yeah. we, we get that mixed up with humility yeah. and we think being humble means, you know, just take the piss out of yourself. Yeah, and, that's true. Where it's, yeah, it's an interesting mm. one. Yeah. I mean, you can do it with humour but don't demean yourself. Mm. Like I've heard people say things about themselves that they wouldn't say against their worst enemy mm. or a casual yeah, acquaintance. Yeah. Yeah. They are so mean on themselves. Mm. Oh, I'm I'm absolutely hopeless. I just I can't resist lot, this. Yeah. And yeah. I can't do this and I can't. Mm. Hang on a minute. You wouldn't say that about your friend. Mm. You would you would compliment them and then support them and say, "Okay, can't put down those mm. six donuts. Why don't you try cutting them all in quarters and have one of each of the six? Yeah. And that way you've only eaten one donut, but you're satisfied yourself. Mm. You would be very supportive. Mm. And you say, Look, I've seen you walk away from donuts, please. Mm-hmm. Mm. You, you be more supportive mm-hmm. to yourself. And the last one is whatever you do. Do it passionately. Mm. If you have to wash the dishes, do a menial task, yeah. do it the best you can mm. so there's, there's passion in your life mm. with everything you need to do. Now... Your, your wife's going to get you to replay that. When you well, wash that's, the dishes, that's, yeah. do it passionately. Yeah, yeah. Anything my wife does, she does it. She has to do it 100%, so she's, yeah. she's got that one covered for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I'm just saying you can yeah. join yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> and, and find some pleasure in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a good at, point, yeah. yeah. Look, I'm washing the dishes, yeah. but 
look how smooth my hands are. Look, I yeah. and and see the the, the mm. joy of that. And um, so I'll go over them very quickly. Uh, number one, don't make judgment or assumptions. Two, never take anything personally. Three, always speak impeccably of yourself. And whatever you do, do it passionately. Now that's real mm. simple. And so. Getting back to your question, th- did just you see those a shift? small shifts. Yeah, did yeah. you see a shift in yourself when you changed your in, lifestyle then, in, back in, then? Enormous shift mm. because I lost a lot of weight without going on a diet. Like I, it just fell off mm. because I would think about, well, if I'm going to put that into my body <laughs> and, yeah. and after all that detoxing, yeah, do, yeah. You, do you know um, what it feels like? You just got your car detailed yeah. and it's clean yeah. and it's humming <laughs> and you go, I, I just don't think I'll, I'll wear my shoes into the yeah, car. Yeah, you yeah. take them off <laughs> and you're real careful. You don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, or yeah. You, just, yeah. you just had the house clean. Yeah. Well, it's the same. Yeah. And so you, there's those small shifts and small shifts in diet, in lifestyle, and then attitude to the world. And you, I got exposed to some of the most incredible people like Louise Hay. Amazing, yeah. You Can Heal Your Life. Mm-hmm. Wayne Dyer, then Deepak. And um, Joe Dispenza, all these, all these people cross my path. That I and Brian Weiss, of course. I mean, two. If I haven't mentioned somebody, it's es- only because Esther Hicks, Esther Hicks, oh, yeah. Yeah. Jerry yeah. and Esther. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Karen um, Mace, you introduced yeah, me to. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, there's yeah. a whole Bruce yeah. Lipton. Bruce Lipton. So, yeah. Uh, I think I've got I've published 800 authors, so I mention all of you. When did Hay House come along then? So we go back to the 80s Mm. and Louise had started coming to Australia and and I did her PR for the first time she came. We got on really well. Then um, Wayne came, Wayne Dyer came. My very first, very, very first promotion was Stuart Wilde. Oh, yeah. And uh, and Stewie... um, I'd, I'd gone to the detox program that Glyn Brady ran. He, he's, he's out at Manly in Sydney and he ran this program and it was the most evolutionary, enlightening, healthy, well-being program I'd ever done. And he invited a mate of his to speak one, one weekend and uh, his name was Stuart Wilde. He's English, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Carnaby Street background. And Stuart um, spoke about the trick the money is having it. And back in 82, 83, 84, may have been, he wrote a book called Whispering Winds of Change. Mm. And he told everybody in the room, and you're not going to believe this, but there's going to come a time where... You can't use cash. You'll have this bit of plastic. Yeah, yeah. And he said, this is in the 80s. He said, yeah, you right. walk up to a mm. terminal and you'll tap it and mm. you don't have cash. <laughs> Go yeah. figure that out. In the 80s and he said that. Yeah. <laughs> and he said there'd be all sorts of calamities in the ups and downs mm. in the property market, so always have a bit of gold. Mm. He said that... Huge shifts 
in the economic situation and you'll always get through it if you're an observer. Like if you're watching all this play out, mm. you will be able to get through it because you're, you're not involved in it. He had, he had a term for it. It was called TikTok. Mm. And if you did not get into TikTok and you could watch it, like you watch a movie, mm. like if, if you watch um, any of the superhero movies, yeah, everyone's yeah. bashing each other mm. and, and smashing the buildings, mm. but you're okay, you're on the lounge, you're observing it, yeah. and you don't have to duck the mm. rubble. And so if you can remove yourself and observe it and then you can be more enlightened and make choices because you're observing it instead of being in in the middle of the drama mm. and you're looking for answers and under stress. Mm. And so Stuart, uh, he was the first person I promoted and I walked up to him and I said, Stuart, that was an incredible speech you gave. I'd love to promote you and present you mm. because at that moment I knew how to promote nightclubs, discotheques. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. I knew dance competition. I had I had a couple of television shows on yep. on um, Channel Ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, all to do with entertainment. Yep. Um, so I knew. I said I'd love to promote you, and he goes, "Do you know anything about promoting mm. these events?" I said, "Absolutely nothing." <laughs> he says, "Fine. I don't. I've never done public speaking." I said. Great. Yeah. So we shook hands. Yeah, yeah. And to the moment he passed away, mm. lifelong friends. He, he wrote maybe 20 books, mm. groundbreaking books, but Whispering Winds of Change is the one you you really want to remember. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting, Leon, like Stuart obviously had a vision of yeah. the future mm. and you've been involved in this industry now for a long time. I mean, even the time that I've been around you, well, where do you see its trajectory at the moment? Like, because it's, it is, it's a little bit like Anthony's stuff with diet. What, what we're learning is, is, is that mm. what's new cutting edge stuff is what people were doing <laughs> hundred years yeah. ago. And that's where diet's taking us is, is that we need to have a look at what our ancestors were doing. Is, is that similar in, in this field? Yeah, simplicity, mm. you know, cutting things back. Like, no one in Antarctica expected to eat a mango in the middle of winter. Mm. But you can go there yeah. and you can sit on the balcony of the cruise ship and you're eating mangoes. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> you know, we're never out of season for anything. Yeah. Like, you can eat tomatoes all the year round, pineapples, mm. everything you want. Mm. And so getting back to our most simplistic self, you ate things that were in season mm. and you had a variety. Like there wasn't rows and rows of mango trees. Mm. There was maybe two or three spaced out yeah. and next to it there was something else. Yep. And so you ate the mangoes mm. and then you moved yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what? The next day it was an apple orchard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does yeah. pose a problem yeah. in this day and age. Yeah. It's the variety There's of everything. Just hit a button so, and yeah. it's So with delivered. the variety yeah. that's available mm. in the self-help area, so if I was going to come to you and go, I, don't, I need to actually develop my self-awareness, I want to get some understanding of who, who, who are the people now that, you know, we, you know, we talk about Wayne who's passed and 
you know, some, some other amazing mentors that have passed. Who do we look to now to actually make those changes in our approach to life? You don't look at one individual. Like, everyone has mm. something marvellous to talk about. And so if you go to Deepak currently, he's really, really into yoga and mindfulness. Mm. And so you would follow his philosophy in that area. Joe Dispenza, he would talk about having a rest of being, being yourself and becoming supernatural yep. and the placebo effect. Mm. So you would have a listen to what he's got to say. And then you might go to Gabriel Bernstein, who explained how the universe has your back. Anthony Williams, the medical medium, like he'll get you right into celery juice, like yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And so Brian, uh, Brian Weiss will, um, will help you discover the importance of your past, past life therapies yep. and anything that you've experienced up to now, how it may cause blocks mm. in the present. Of course, Eckhart will talk about the past is history and the future is a mystery and the mm. present's a gift. Esther Hicks. Mm. So the importance of really understanding that you have those resources within you and explaining things in a way that you've heard before explained, but she's so unique in her, her take. I marvel every time I hear her because there's a whole different take on something that we all have heard a thousand yeah, times yeah, before. Yeah. But she has a unique Makes sense. perspective. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm trying to say is have a wide palette, the mm. widest palette you can when you are looking for personal development mm. and then blend it all up and become make it your own, mm. your own individual philosophy. Yep. Because what might work for you... Doesn't work for someone doesn't else. Doesn't work for Matt. That's and true. Doesn't, like, you'll, you'll hang a hat mm. on all the different philosophies. Mm. And if I can use the football analogy, you don't expect a forward to train the same way as a halfback. Yeah, that's you it. You don't expect them to be in a position in the field... Um, out on the wing, you'd mm. expect your halfback to be more in the middle. Yeah. And so, if you can treat your metaphysics in that way, that there are many answers mm. and many roads to enlightenment. The mm. path, there are many paths. You'll get there. Mm. It's like if you ask me, "How do I get to Wollongong from here?" I could tell you a hundred different ways. You'll ultimately get to Wollongong mm. for sure. And there'll be some ways easier than other. You can decide to just put on a, a singlet and a T-shirt and a pair of joggers and jog down there, or you can put a full army kit on mm. and bricks in your, in your backpack and you'll get there too, but you'll end up with a different set of muscles yeah. by the time you get there yep. and a different body type and mm. experience. Mm. Um, and so you can evolve through minimal exertion, mm. you can evolve through pleasure, you can evolve through extreme exertion mm. and or pain. You'll get there. It just depends what results you want. 
Let me emphasize there's no one answer for anyone. That's the big one, one, is it? It's not one size yeah, yeah, yeah. And try it all. You know, often you will get enough out of a lecture and a, an event. It's just one thing, mm. just one thing. You come out and you go, mm. that's what I needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's all yeah. you need. Mm. Sometimes you get the inspiration out of a song. Mm. There's just one line in the mm. song and you go, that's it, you know, that's inspiration. And so you might pick up a book and you flick open mm. to a page and there's a chapter heading and that's what you need to yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah. So don't expect lightning to strike you and you have this huge epitome. Yeah, yeah. It's more like this gradual building mm. of greater mental health, mm. greater fitness, a positive attitude, falling in love with who you are, mm. warts and all. Yeah. Like we've, we've all got a shadow. Yeah, yeah. We've that's all it. got a dark side. <laughs> yeah. And it's impossible to not have a shadow. It, the only place you don't have a shadow is in complete darkness, mm. you know. <laughs> and even then there must probably be <laughs> enough light. So embrace the goody two-shoes side of yourself by all means, mm. but love the dark side of yourself and the shadow self mm. as much and embrace that. Just accept the fact that so what? You're always late. Who cares? You know, make an apology yeah, yeah. and and accept that that's you. Yeah. And work out ways to make sure you never miss out on the important things, mm. but also loosen up a bit, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's okay. Don't be so hard on yourself. So that striking that balance of mm. getting 80% yeah, right yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and being moderate and enjoying, don't deprive yourself of anything. If honestly, if you suddenly decided that's it for donuts, yeah, I'm not going to eat another donut. Mm. There'll come a day where you'll bitch. Yeah, like yeah. you'll 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 find yeah. that excuse. <laughs> and so, what good are you? You yeah, want yeah. to take a bite out of one. Yeah, yeah. Satisfy. You want some enjoyment yeah. and balance yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's exactly. what we talk about all the time. Yeah. But you've, you've mentioned some some great human beings there, and yeah. I suppose in this modern age, they're so easily accessible now with technology and the courses yeah. you can uh, you can do. Um, but you've written plenty of books, and there we've touched on dreaming yes. earlier yeah. in the in the uh, podcast. So you've written books about dreams and decoding dreams. Yeah. How did that come about? How did you get into that? God bless them, my two grandmothers and my mother. Yeah. We come from a Mediterranean background and every morning, I cannot remember a time where they, um, my grandmothers or mother yeah. said, what did you dream last night? Yeah. And they would inquire. That's my old man uh, too. Yeah, like they would inquire. <laughs> Every morning at the dream book, yeah. out, I dreamt about this. Yeah. <laughs> and they would inquire, yeah. you know, what's your dream? And like, that's so, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, oh, the, and they were so symbolic. Mm. You know, uh, I remember if, um, if there was a sun shower, the three of them would look up at the sun shower and say, there's a widow around making love, you know. <laughs> and I go, how did you get that? And they go, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, the, and the thing they feared most was if someone dreamt that their teeth was falling out, mm. they go, 
there's going to be a death because mm. they thought that was a bad omen. Yeah, yeah, right. Now, I grew up with all that and I go, surely, surely every single dream where someone has teeth falling out mm. can't be about death. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and every shower mm. <laughs> doesn't end it. Yeah. Or two, two white pigeons on the fence, yeah. you know, had special significance. Or if you saw someone with their shirt inside out, there was visitors. Mm-hmm. The, the, um, the two pigeons on the fence means that uh, someone is getting married. Mm. And if the pigeons just came on the back fence... That was great. Someone's getting married in the family. Yeah. But if they came from the front and left the back, oh, no, <laughs> oh, no, someone's going to be a spinster. Oh, no. Yeah. And I go, and so I decided to start studying this, mm. you know, and start, you know, so I read Jung and, and uh, Freud and, mm. and got exposed to everyone. And like I was saying before, I developed my own theories around it. Mm. And... Every single dream interpretation and decoding I've ever done is a personal hypothesis. Mm -hmm. It's what I believe. It may not be, I don't want to say there's any science or details of any nature other than my personal hypotheses. Mm -hmm. And they've been critiqued by the people that listen to me for over 50 years. So I've kind of, I can refine it. Mm. And the one thing... Have you got it right yet? uh, Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, Well, I got it right for the individual because they're so important to the dreamer and it doesn't mean the same thing to everyone. But the, the one thing I've done is I've never, ever charged for a dream interpretation because it's fine if people do want to charge mm. uh, and if people want to make a living out of that. Mm. But I sort of felt that I might have an answer for you and that's it. I don't want to be in a position where I have to prove what I said was right and I don't want to be in a position where... I have to prove it on a regular basis because mm. once you start charging, it can get to a point where you need your client more than the client needs you. And so I don't want to be... I wanted to just offer a an interpretation. If you want to hang a hat on it, mm. great. Mm. If you don't, it's fine. Yeah. And if you never call me again, that's fine because mm. I, I got, gave you the answer you need. And all I want to do is encourage you to interpret your own dreams. And so if you dreamt of this beautiful young maiden handing you an apple, there was a time where you would say it was temptation. It's Eve handing an apple Mm. to Adam. And so if you look at a lot of dream books, it's all about temptation. But... In this day and age, if someone said to me, I saw this lovely young lady hand me an apple, Mm. I would say, you're getting a new iPhone. You must be, like, they're coming out in September. Have you been thinking about updating your your handheld device? It's changed because Mm. when that dream dictionary was built, uh, written, they didn't have iPhones. But now the most important thing 
in interpreting a dream is interpret the emotion, not the symbol. Mm. So you could dream that you saw a policeman mm. walking towards you. If you had that dream in January mm. and it was straight after you went for a red light and you got a parking mm. ticket, mm. that policeman in the dream is, oh, no, loss of income, mm. you know, oh, I'm going to get sprung. Mm. Can I throw one at you? Yeah. So I had a dream last night. Great. I went out of the footy in the middle of a pandemic but I was visiting people, shaking hands, went to bed last night, had a dream that, I got COVID-19 or I was getting the test and I was like be quarantined and all the, yeah. you know, all the hoo-ha around it. Yeah. That's just because I went to the footy and I was, I thought about, oh, hang on a minute, we're in the middle of a pandemic here, yeah. but, you know, it's all cool. Yeah. But I was seeing a lot of people. Yeah. It was just naturally what happened through but, the day. But what happened was what I was talking about before. You were having a mental detox. Mm. You, yeah. you looked at that and you said, what if, what if me... I'm in a situation. And so that thought is in your mind. Mm. How do you get rid of it? You dream it out. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. not, you wouldn't be sitting here today. You would have it in your mind. Yeah, yeah. And if you didn't dream about it yeah. and eliminate it, yeah. you'd find an excuse yeah. and you'd say, Leon, can we put off that recording yeah. <laughs> until next week? Yeah, yeah. And then I'd walk in here and you have a mask on and you'd... <laughs> Be sad, you'd be, yeah. You got rid of it. You dealt mm. with it. You saw that it was an unproductive thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when you dream you're being chased. Nine times out of ten you're chasing yourself. <laughs> if you turned around in the dream and, and said, what am I running from, mm. you'll see an aspect of yourself. Mm. You'll see that time where you dodged training yeah. You didn't go through the whole thing and you end up dropping the ball and yeah. and and so you ran away you're running away from that time where you mm. took shortcuts. Just yeah. face it. Yeah. Hey, many you didn't take a shortcut every day, you practiced. There was one time, forgive yourself. Yeah, yeah. So stop chasing, stop carrying that ba- baggage. Mm. Now, if we can go back to teeth falling out, mm. this is my a grandmother's and mother w- would always worry about it mm. because whenever they did see it, someone died. Mm. And I guarantee someone died anyway. Like yeah, yeah, they yeah. just associated yeah, yeah. Yeah. somebody had a teeth falling out dream mm. and someone died and they said, oh, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. And then it happened again. Now... The reason why you s- a lot of people see their teeth falling out is they haven't been to the dentist. <laughs> they haven't had a checkup. So in your sleep, the longer you leave the checkup, the more painful the fillings are and the nerves exposed and the grinding and the this and that. And therefore, you're going to have a teeth falling out instead of waking you up and you go, oh, I have to go to an appointment, you just see your teeth falling out in the dream or you see your teeth loose or you see something happening in your mouth, but it keeps you asleep. Now, when you wake up, you've got a choice of two things. You can make an appointment or you can look around and see if anyone died. 
because you know, <laughs> because someone's going to die and you're going to say that's it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's not. It's not that. So I'll, I'll cut Mini off because I know he's going to ask you this, the last question. But I know you're working on a book now. Is that mm. is that about dreams or is yeah, it in another yeah, area? Yeah, is it dreams about the again. new the new coding that you put into it? Or well, yeah, well I've got to update it. Like if you look at my last book, I've still got CDs, tapes in there. Mm. Well, <laughs> you know, people download yeah, now. Yeah, you know, it. like I haven't got the new vernacular. So the way our language is organic, it evolves. Words mean different things. Mm. I have to evolve the dream decoding because there's no point in saying to somebody in the dream you're really nervous because you can hear in the background this big clock and it's going tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, tock. Now, two, three years ago, I would have said, oh, it means that you're t- too time conscious. Mm-hmm. Now I'd say, what did you just post that you were worried about? Mm-hmm. You know? Instagram, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you yeah, worried yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, uh, do you regret mm-hmm. posting something, like some dance move, that it's going to go viral. I don't know where he's going. No, no. But, it, but is but it going to be called the same name? What's the book going to be called? I don't know yet. Oh, that's I an be... interesting name for a book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, like, I'm, I, with books, and you know this because you've been through um, this process, Matt, for a long time, <laughs> and Minnie's going through it, yes. it's like a baby. You've got all these names but when the baby gets born, you go, oh, that's it. And so <laughs> with Matt, we've been at it, what, how many years Ten. for your – that long? Yeah. Well, it's been it, a decade. Yeah, a decade. It has oh, been finished right. three yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. This is third yeah. last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it goes through an evolution of its yeah. own yep. and we had a different name when we started mm. and now we've got the name because – it's been written and, it ha- and it, the name just comes, jumps out at you and the byline and what you're going to say. Mm. And um, I, I'm waiting until I finish the book and there'll be an, an irresistible title but it needs to be upgraded. You know, out of – I've got seven – I had seven dream books out there mm. and there's only one you can buy. I made sure they're all out of print. The other – Six, really? because, like, if you look up the first one, yeah. there was things in that have a different meaning. Like, what? Yeah. why do you obviously say that the tick and talking, the tick-tock in the back of the mm. book is all about time? And so it's not relevant anymore. I have yeah, to yeah, say yeah, yeah. it could be time. It could be you're worried that you made a post. It could be worried that you um, are going to take a great fall. There was the story of Hickory Dickory Dot, the mouse. Yep. You know, I could I give you a whole bunch yeah, of yeah. choices, but wouldn't it be remiss of me if I didn't mention that that sound you hear is related to a post you regret? Yeah. So I have to bring it up to date. 
Okay, Liam, we ask all our guests our final question, and that is what are your three key points for a happier and healthy life? Um, number one, spend as much time with your loved ones. Don't put off, oh, I'm going to call mum tomorrow mm. or I'm going to tomorrow I'll, I'll, I'll take the kids out. Yep. Like the, the familiar, the family is so important. Spend as much time with the people that that add meaning to your life, that people that that love you mm. as much as you love them. Walk in nature. Yeah. Spend some time in in nature and feel actually feel the seasons and the movement of the planet. Like really, really understand it's not a bad day, it's just raining. It's just yeah. drops of water. Yeah, yeah. And so appreciate that it's winter. Mm. Appreciate that following winter comes the spring mm. and just see what happens. And then following following the spring comes the summer and then the autumn. Mm. But actually see this, this feeling of being part of this whole universe, spend time in nature and self-actualise is the final thing. Like really spend time on working on yourself. Like don't try to save the masses. You can if you want to. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Don't try to save mankind or or humankind or or female kind. Mm. (laughs) So I cover everyone. (laughs) No, then, but don't yeah, <laughs> yeah. So then, like, you know, that's fine, but your priority is to self-actualise. Who am I? Where am I going? What am I doing here? Mm. And refine yourself and, like, think about all the things that you did as a, a teenager that you're still doing now. Mm. And is it time to let that go? Think of all the... The, the really good things about yourself and all the not-so-good things mm. and embrace them and try and improve them and try to understand what adds meaning into your life mm. and what adds joy into your life. Louise Hay always used to start yeah. the day off. She'd look, yeah. yeah. She'd look in the mirror and say, how are you, gorgeous? Yeah. How can I make your day more wonderful today? Yeah. What can I do? Yeah. And it's just a way of experiencing this incarnation that we have and this time that we have because it's a miracle that you're here. Like you had to compete with, you know, millions of brothers and sisters <laughs> to, to find an yeah. egg and yeah. fertilise it and then evolve so and, and feed yourself and... And educate yourself. So spend some time just think, not going through life and just saying, oh, this is who I am. Mm. Hang on a minute. Let's, let's work that out. So family, nature, self actualization and pray that your team is going to win a, a, <laughs> another grand oh, final. I've been for a long time. <laughs> <man>. so, <laughs> pray that but, someone's going to yeah. hang on to that ball <laughs> and cross that. Uh, <laughs> well, Leon, mate, you're an amazing person. You're a wealth of knowledge. I feel like we could uh, speak for hours and hours uh, on many different subjects. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on to the Change Room podcast. Thank you. Pleasure. Anytime at all. Awesome. 
Thanks for listening to The Change Room Podcast, a whiff of well-being with Minnie and Matt. For more information about The Change Room, please head to thechangeroom.info.